0: But I think once you quit hearing sir and ma'am, the rest is soon to follow. <laughs> oh, it's
1: the tide.
2: It's the di- Dismal
3: Tide, episode 100. Hello, everyone. Episode 101. This is probably the last time I'm, gonna re- I'm going to remember our episode count, but episode 101. I'm fighting through the hiccups, so I'm going to let Mike take over. The
1: next episode is 102. It's pretty, uh, I think it's pretty straightforward. Uh, Yeah, but once you get
3: like 15 or 16, go ahead. Fuck me.
1: Once we get to episode 116 uh, sometime in 2024, uh, yeah, I I, I do see how it'll be difficult to remember that, especially when you're doing it every other week. Brendan right now is salting his kimchi uh, or salting his cabbage. It's not kimchi yet. It's nowhere near. Nowhere near. But he's got some leftover cabbage and he's putting it to work. And now you're going to let this ferment for uh, a month?
3: Is that right? Probably about, a, probably about a month, yeah. This said it's quicker. So it might be ready in a week or two to like, nibble at a bit. I've honestly, I'm doing this. I don't even know if I like kimchi. I don't think I've ever had it. Maybe once or twice. I don't dislike it. And generally, fermented foods are just fine to me.
1: Uh, I love cabbage, I love fermented foods. Right. Um, cabbage is fantastic. Every culture on Earth has found a way to do something creative with cabbage.
3: I've also got these. Let me get you into the light here. This I is...
1: It looks like a jar of olives.
3: It is a jar of honey-fermented garlic. Let me turn this backlight on here. Yeah, You stick the... Uh, this is probably like three cloves of garlic in here. And uh, Smother it in honey. Three
1: bulbs of garlic, maybe you got a lot more than bulbs. A lot I'm more sorry, cloves. not cloves.
3: Yes, yeah, easy three three bulbs of garlic. And you Brendan's- put put that in the honey. And this has been in there since August 18th, and you can see how watery the honey is at this point.
1: Brendan's working at fucking Noma over here. Um,
3: I got another one going too. I just put it in the other day. I gotta burp it every like, I don't know, three or four hours. Uh, probably like six hours. But if you don't,
1: three or four hours. the interrupts your day. You gotta have. Somebody you just come, come home or, and yeah, you gotta have shot. somebody come over the house and do that for you.
3: Now, see, I did this before I left for work, and it's still fine. But you, you get it. I mean, if you're looking at this live, like in person, live, I'm a fucking idiot. You can see all the bubbles forming, and just like whatever it is in garlic and honey, it reacts like big time. The the garlic smell you get from this thing is fucking crazy. It is the the hardest garlic smell you've ever had. Um that one from August is done done though. Like I said I have the hiccups. Um and I've had a few and they're they're quite good.
1: How you how are you using this?
3: So I'm going to start using them in like sauces and stuff and like instead of like proper garlic. But I've also just like just been eating some frankly. This bulb
1: I have a I have a habit things like kimchi or whatever i just i'll buy a jar of it and then just stand there and eat it and just go like i don't know if i I don't know if i love it (laughs) just like that yeah that's it's 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 sort of meant to complement something else it's not a meal in itself
3: yeah no it's not it's not a goblin meal you can't just like have a jar of kimchi
1: yeah you can't like and i do eat i i will stand there and eat like a jar of olives or something but olives are are much more mild you know um, kimchi, uh, can be quite intense.
3: Uh, so what's your, uh, how's, how's your life been since episode 100? We got so much good press. My it's life so much- feels like it's been a whirlwind since then.
1: Yeah, it's, uh, uh, my life like a movie. Um, last night I went to go see Titus Andronicus.
3: Oh yeah. Did they play your favorite album cover to cover?
1: Uh, They played the monitor uh, cover to cover. And at one uh, early in the show, Patrick said, he's just like, we are here to play your favorite album in its entirety. And the guy, a guy behind me just went local business. (laughs) (laughs) Oops. (laughs) But uh, I actually don't I I, I suppose it is um, my favorite album, although it doesn't have my favorite songs. I don't think, I think, um, uh, I am a dimed favorite, out, man. I, yeah. I think my favorite songs are off the most lamentable tragedy.
3: Or... I also like, uh, that song probably two albums ago. I blame society. I blame society.
1: That's off the most recent one. That was off of, uh, okay. I, dig that.
3: I dig that song. We use that to end uh, episode or two of the, uh, the dismal tide it has a nice, like the, the right vibe, you know?
1: Yeah. That, um, but it was a uh, it was a tremendous show. Um, they did. The, number one, they, they opened with the boys are back in town, which uh, as uh, as starting a show goes, that's a hell of a way to throw down a gauntlet about the expectations for how much fun you should expect to have over the next two hours. Boys
3: are back in town. Top tier fun song.
1: Exa- yeah. And um, I,
3: I like to make like Twitter jokes to my coworkers every once in a while. You know, you'll just steal something. So, like, the boys are back in town, came on, and I looked at my coworker. I was like, "This is what plays whenever I walk into a Wendy's," <laughs> and and I got a good laugh out of them. People,
1: yeah, it's 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 a cultural touchstone, but uh, yeah, the the show starts. They play that, and uh, Patrick goes he's like, uh, "We're here to play the, all of uh the the monitor, but we don't just have one classic album. We got six. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, "So we're gonna play." We're gonna show some love to the other albums here first, and they played um, uh, uh, played a handful of other uh, songs off the other albums, um, and then got into uh, all the monitor. Played that straight through. How long then... was the
3: show? Well, their Two songs hours. are pretty pretty.
1: Two hours. Okay, but that's a
3: pretty long show.
1: That's that's what it should be. I, I mean, like that that is. Yeah, I don't um...
3: like when you go to a concert and it's done in an hour.
1: No, it's I like, think concerts should always be called that a work two, for this two two and a half hours. I think, and I understand that, like you know, uh it's easy
3: for me to say.
1: It's easy for me to say, but um, but like I, every time I've gone to see Fucked Up or something, like they play for an hour and I can't believe it. When we saw Screaming Females, so what they played for uh, uh, just just barely an hour, right?
3: Yeah, um, yeah. When I saw Evanescence, like I want to see Amy Lee run run me through the hits, you know well i want time to have bring me to life and everything and you know i really need two hours so i could you get the deep stuff but you also get the hits
1: like i wonder what the average pearl jam show length is like springsteen like springsteen sets are famously long um which is why i think uh part of it it has to do with uh you know with patrick playing these very long uh uh shows because as a springsteen fan let's see uh a random 2013 pearl jam show vancouver three hours and six minutes
3: Ooh, that that's to me you're risking going the other way with it where it's just like don't make me tell eddie Vedder i got work in the morning like don't make this my responsibility
1: uh let's see here um mansfield massachusetts 2008 two hours and three minutes. So I guess uh, uh you could go you could go all sorts of different ways if you're Pearl Jam, but um, no I'm sorry, uh but they, yeah I mean the, the monitor itself is like a is a little over an hour I think, um, but it they they played uh, they played all of it and then played uh the first song A More Perfect Union, just played it again. <laughs>
3: That's a, I've never been at a show where they just did that. That's a good and, bit. I like and, that.
1: And, and it got a bigger reaction the second time. People were just <laughs> as excited
3: to hear it,
1: perhaps more so excited to hear it the second time. What is,
3: around. what's, the course of A More Perfect Union go?
1: Uh, uh, there isn't one. I mean, there, there's a, there's a, uh, a, a, a sort of like riff that it comes back to. Um, but there's no, there's, there's,
3: I know no, I've heard it multiple times, but
1: there is not a, I've seen uh, Titus. I I was wearing this
3: sweatshirt when I saw Titus the last time, actually.
1: I I don't think that there is a chorus on that entire album. Well, that's fun. Actually, wait, uh, is that true? I don't know. It's, it's close. Um, But, uh, the, um, uh, it reminded me of there's a story that Navager told me about Neil Young playing a show. Um, and he was playing a bunch of new songs and uh, antagonizing his audience that way. And a guy yelled, play something we heard before. And he just played a song he already played earlier in the night, <laughs> which, uh, which which is a, a tremendous bit. And then. Um, if you're
3: waiting for it, if you're sitting on that, yeah, good for you.
1: It played that, it played Dimed Out, and then um, uh, and, and then came back out for uh, uh, for the encore and played uh, glory days. Uh so, so we got a Springsteen cover out of it even though even What is
3: what is the what is the biggest Bruce Springsteen song is it? Um I think that okay. depends on who you ask. I think if you ask Born to Run or Born in the USA, Born in the USA. It's Born in the USA.
1: Yeah, but that's a substantially worse song than Born to Run.
3: Yeah, but I still think it's Born in the USA.
1: If you ask me what the best Springsteen song is, I think most people like tell you it uh you're going to get um, Atlantic you know, City. Jungle Land.
3: Wait, is that one song called Atlantic City? Yeah. Blew up the Chicken Man in Philly last night.
1: Yeah. That's I favorite. love Atlantic City. Um but, yeah, but born in the USA, I could uh, uh to take it or leave it. Um, All right.
3: I would like to move on. I want like to get to some classic dismal tide nonsense. Are you ready? That's
1: exactly what we're doing.
3: No, 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 no. We're gonna, we're getting back into the classic bit. So, Mike. Yup. I just want you to pick one or two. Just the number. Yeah.
1: I'm going two for the captain, Derek Jeter.
3: All right, we're gonna watch this episode of Gridiron Heights. Respect. While. Hee hee hee. You really want to do this, TV bomber? I'm coming for
1: you in December twice.
2: Man, these enemy outfits are very demeaning.
3: Hey there,
2: We're down the street here, there's number one seed out there for the pick-in! You told me you'd forget to pass.
3: I'd explain myself, but
2: this show's like, Cooper, one big rush. I haven't had the number one seed since the year I got drafted. I was picked before you! Bro, everyone was picked before me.
1: I'll show up! Where's my cool falling song?
3: I feel like I'm in the crosshairs of the woke anime mob. Don't tell me the playoffs already started. You should keep your distance. Thought you didn't believe in distance.
2: Oh, come on, we're at a bounty
0: hunt. <sighs> Thank you, little boy. Yo, he's actually a bad adult man. It's ours, fam. Wait, whoa.
2: Micah could become a real member of the Cowboys. Oh.
0: That's right, I, Odell Beckham,
2: forced my way to the number one seat. Come to the oh, me McCall. Just wait till my dad learns about you. Well, you really lost the one
4: seed. Next bounty: the turkey leg
2: award. I mean, in this regular season award. brought
0: it. Just wait till
1: 2017. Okay, i'm out and they won a super bowl but imagine next year when they do have me back. my decision making is sound this will not happen again
2: all right fine i'll go to the colts
3: same old shit. um yeah, that one was called cowboys chase the number one seed we didn't i didn't say it before it started probably didn't diminish your enjoyment of it either
1: i i couldn't be more aware of every single thing about the Dallas Cowboys right and almost all of that is impossible to understand
3: I don't yeah who's it who's it for I just I it's just like I Cowboy Bebop came out on next Netflix I think last week or this week and just like this loser writer is just so ready to shoehorn in every fucking joke is there a squid game great iron heights right there's got to be right Green Iron Heights, Squid Game. Let's see
0: what
1: we got here. Mm, ah, maybe not. I don't uh, know what this one is. Well, You know, also, Micah Parsons, they, the, the, the rookie voice, I get that for like, while I think it's stupid and it sucks, for... Uh, quarterbacks who look lost and scared out there. Uh, Micah Parsons is, is not that does not look lost or scared. Micah Parsons was probably going to win defensive rookie of the year. And he is now on the edge of uh, potentially uh, He he, he has thrust himself into the defensive player of the year conversation.
3: Uh, what I I really didn't watch that much football this weekend. What did What did Michael Barson do? Did he have like four sacks this weekend?
1: Uh, three and a and a and a and a fumble. I'll do it. And a forced fumble, which the Cowboys recovered. Um, or at least I'm fairly certain it was three. Uh, let's see here, NFL sack leaders, and. Sure. We're, uh, he's tenth in sacks right now with eight. Um, Miles Garrett does lead the league with thirteen. Um, but uh, Parsons uh uh plays a bunch of his snaps at linebacker as well. So, um, both outside and inside, um, plays uh, as an edge rusher. Has technically, although you know. Not really. He's he's he has played one snap at safety. He's everywhere.
3: I I I was jealous when the Cowboys drafted him. He was one of those guys. He had what was it? Off the field issues? Whatever that means. Uh, because he was one of those guys that just like, yeah, that guy's a star. Like, of course.
1: He was involved in some uh, hazing
3: incident. And the what? The woke liberal media tried to cancel him. Is that what happened, Mike?
1: Uh yeah.
3: Didn't work, did it?
1: Let's see here. Uh Michael Parsons is fourth in tackles for loss. Um
3: I'm not sure who the defensive player of the year is. I mean, your your cornerback intercepting a pass in the first six games is that's gotta be up there. He's not uh, been quite as good lately, though.
1: No, he, he got another interception. Um he's he's um uh, he does seem to be a, a. I called him a three true outcomes cornerback, <laughs> <laughs>
3: and and I I think interception kind of, touchdown. What's the other?
1: Uh, I guess just in, incomplete. Um, which doesn't necessarily means that he did anything about it. it could just means the, the ball is thrown away or you know, interception touchdown or the ball is thrown to somebody else. It's just not even that's, thrown towards the him. Outcomes, yeah. Yeah. So, uh. Yeah. Parsons has uh, 13 tackles for loss, which puts him two off of uh, Nick Bosa, Um, 48 tackles in general, Uh, 14 assists, 62 combination. Two forced fumbles, uh, which is second most. TJ Watt has three. Um, TJ Watt also has two fumble recoveries,
3: so. Uh the Steelers lost again, which I'm always happy about. Frankly, I'm done with them. They need to have a couple down seasons. I want Mike I want uh, Mike Tomlin to need a new job. I want him to lose enough that he goes oh, like, yeah. yeah, it's time to move
1: on. Oh, Marcus Golden from Arizona actually has 4 forced fumbles. 2 of which he recovered. Okay but in any case um no I, I don't think parson's deserves the award but he's he's hovering around there he could um he could if if he if he keeps up the intensity and it seems that he will um he he might have numbers good enough to like have get him some consideration but right now it's not I, I, he's not going to he's not going to win that but he's very likely going to be a defensive rookie of the year especially with um patrick sertan uh uh being
3: you know, slightly banged up. Uh I'm happy to report that uh, my I I signed up for like a, a single year redraft league uh fantasy football team and I've gone ten and one and I've made their very large playoffs. It's off this like normie ass uh fantasy football podcast that gets me through the year. And they they run like a big league. And I went 10 and one of mine. That's phenomenally good. I'm never that good at fantasy football, frankly. And uh, my my basketball team and the Mega is good again. I got my juice back. I'm feeling good.
1: I w- I will never find a football podcast that that doesn't irk me in some way.
3: They're all just so fucking annoying. They're all so like just. I don't mind the like data-driven ones the ones where they're just like yeah we we have let's explain these statistics to you and like these guys should be values or whatever these statistics but like i don't know you get to a certain level and just it's branded bit after branded bit after branded bit and these guys are are talking about squid game and it's just like where's the creativity here
1: that uh yeah like i I listen to the athletic football show a lot um And I think that's very good. And it's very heavy X's and O's stuff. Um, A lot of that. I don't mind. Yeah. A a lot of which I don't know what they're talking about because I don't know what a lot of these things are. Um, I'm picking up more of it as I go. But like I still haven't really learned how to watch football the right way. I still I'm I'm a pleb and I watch the ball.
3: I like to watch the receivers make their like first break and try and predict where the quarterback is going to throw it. That's where I, that's what I do a lot when I watch football. Like I don't know what the routes are called. I don't I know. remember what they're called, but I just, you, you can see where the safety is. You can see where the linebackers are. You wait so for the mem- receiver to make a move and go like, Oh, is he going to, it's very nice when you get it right.
1: I'm going to memorize the route tree this weekend. That's what I'm going to do. But that I, I like that, but even then it's just like
3: I mean most of the routes are pretty easy They're like a post you run to the outside post a corner you run to the fucking corner <laughs> like uh out and in isn't that where you run up and then straight back like I don't know, I don't know that one post routes post corner out, post route fade I know those, yeah, you got some studying to do yeah yeah
1: now um, I, I i uh, uh I, i've tried listening to like some cowboy specific shows and like they're all uh the 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 sp nation one is uh is decent but even then it's like uh i don't i don't i don't think like me and these guys would have like a great time
3: Yeah, I just like, yeah, it's all just people who I wouldn't want to hang out with. It's just, it's it. Every fantasy football podcast sounds exactly the same. That's what I always like. I have people in my fantasy baseball league that me and my friend, me and past guest Mike, there's a million mics, it doesn't matter we like we like gave an introductory video and what we did in the beginning was we just taught everyone how to like know what's up we're just like listen like i'm done beating the shit out of you guys i've done it for a decade i i want you to punch back now it's like find a podcast that comes out once a week and listen to it once a week and just stick to one podcast and follow their advice and you'll be better off than you just like You know, just find something to do a little research, but like I'm
1: just working on feel here.
3: Yeah. I was just I mean, this year I barely paid attention at all pre-draft to fantasy baseball till like the week of I had a terrible draft. I and I I I finished my fantasy baseball season with like 18 wins in a row and I won the championship. It's like, guys, I'm not trying hard enough to beat the piss out of you this bad every year. Like you gotta catch up. Well, Dismaltide. and we got at least one person who called, who like texted me back, who's like, you know, what? I took your advice and I was to a podcast and I've made the playoffs for the first time. I'm like, yeah, I know, man, it's not rocket science. No, you just got to care a little bit.
1: I am, uh, I'm, I'm going to, uh, get the Dismal Tide fantasy football league started for next year. Again, it's only week twelve of this current NFL season, so we're some way away. Yeah. look for look for this in like yeah. july we'll, we'll
3: we'll talk to you in june or july
1: but um what i really well do you uh, want to
3: just do a redraft league or do you want to have some keepers keepers are good they give you some investment
1: i would i would like that i think we could do the uh Adenoi, um
3: well they don't uh, have football oh uh, uh, don't they oh do they have it now they do OK, I knew they were starting basketball. I guess they started football this year, too. I was there's also sleeper. We could just use sleeper and do whatever. Like they have a lot of good options for that sort of thing. We have a year. I'm not going to get bogged down. The defense, uh, uh, Mike
1: Whalen's defense only league, uh, I think would uh, be I think that would be very funny, but I think it would be slightly too frustrating.
3: I'd be i would be rooting for something else, which is nice. That would be good to be able to root on both sides of the ball. Um, but I don't, Mike Whalen just beat the shit out of, her, out of everyone. Whenever it's like some weird, non-traditional things, like, oh, Mike Whalen won again, weird, who knew? I did, he wins everything. What are you looking at? You got ghosts in there? I heard it's some Kat. rumbling. Huh. Oh, it
1: is, oh, it's it's, it's zeshon Hello? Hello? You, you can open the door, I'm podcasting.
3: Oh, you're podcasting. Oh, oh, we extended. got. Oh, hello, Z. He's on the show now. Z, what's in your hands? Oh, okay. Oh, oh fuck. Oh, he's he's bleeding. Bleeding.
0: More importantly, do you want some uh,
1: THC infused coquito? Um, I'm gonna think about it. it. Like <laughs> I'm 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 in no position to turn that down. Okay. What, what what kind of New York food are you getting? He's getting me some THC infused coquito because it's the holidays. Oh, he just <laughs> came
3: in to ask if you wanted THC cookie dough. I thought,
1: I couldn't hear him at the door because I got the headphones on, but it just like, I, 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 I thought there was some rumbling behind me, but, um, what was I saying? Uh, Oh, the, uh, uh, I, I, I would like to do, uh, uh, have a keeper league. It does give you the investment. Um, and then I'll actually have to uh, like pay closer attention right now, i uh, living a very pure NFL existence where I am, uh, just, uh, I'm, I'm just watching the games and I have nothing to prove to anyone apart from having like f- strong feelings about it and like being very upset with like Rob Ninkovich specifically, but like, he doesn't know that it's very one-sided. It's not like with soccer where I'm just like, oh no, I'm gonna write about these things. Like I, I'm I'm not, I'm not defining myself by being a football guy. I'm just, I'm just enjoying it.
3: I, I have figured out. Fantastic time. I've figured out what I like doing, and that's having, and that is my ridiculously deep Uh, dynasty league. I'm gonna go take care of my
1: wounds. Okay.
3: I, I like being able to pick out gems in my ridiculously deep dynasty league. That's what I like doing. I know what I like doing at this point. Um, so I'm really, I, I feel like I'm pretty good at running back evaluation. Like I can, I can see a running back run in like college tape and go like, oh, he's got it, you know, but I don't think that's that hard.
1: Uh No, I like to, I like to think that I could break down tape if it came down to it, but uh, I don't know.
3: Well, do you remember when we were hanging out at Eagle street? And like I, I have this app that uh, I, I record as, like a kid doing gymnastics in, and I can like control. Oh yeah, we can, oh, like, yeah. we had a good time with that. Control like the instant replay was kind of like a wheel, and so you can like do it and then rewind it back really easily. And I think I broke down Brian like throwing his phone to somebody, and it was yeah, very yeah. funny. He it was
1: doing very a, he's flipping a lighter
3: around. That was yeah. Um, all right, well, I want to watch our second video. I feel like we haven't done this in forever. Why am I like? I feel like my pacing is really fucked. I don't know how long it feels like we've been doing this forever and we have not. No. Um, But either way, everyone's tired. It's the holidays. I want to. This is a very, I believe this is some real blessed Gargano content. All right. All right. This is what I heard on my way to work today. All right. We're in the uh, late one o'clock hour of the Anthony Gargano show.
0: What's happening, Coach Jay? Here we go. Yo, uh, can y'all hear me? I got you, buddy. What's going on, man? Hey, I'm I'm a big fan of you and Tunis, cousin Tunis. Thank you, my Uh, brother. Yeah, I listen to you guys every day while I'm working. I work with my my granddad. uh, He's an electrician in in New Jersey. We listen to you guys every day. We appreciate Uh, that, brother. Yeah, uh, Tunis, congrats, man, on on the baby. Oh, thanks, dude. I really appreciate that. Yeah, I I just had him up.
3: That poor guy, Tunis. It said he was having a baby like three months ago. So now every fucking person with a parasocial relationship to Anthony Gargano calls in and genuinely says, like, congratulations. And he'll look like the biggest prick in the world if he doesn't have a genuine reaction back. Yeah. And he's got to react back to it like 40 times a day. Uh,
1: there's a guy in the <laughs> ch- there's a guy in the chat named Frank Dingus. <laughs> What's he up to? He's Jason Garrett was fired. He's
3: he, he's posting about Jason Garrett's been fired. Dude, are you serious? No way, Frank Dankus. All right, let's get back to the Gargs.
0: I was in your in your shoes a couple. Oh, you did, boy or girl? Yeah. Boy. They're uh, talking about
3: kids now. This is so wholesome,
0: buddy. It was September twelfth. It was the first Eagles game this this season. Uh, we watched it together first day he was born. Tell, was, uh, do me a favor. Tell the tunis, right? It's two
4: things. Like the minute you saw that baby, how your heart immediately leapt to unconditional love. And that baby, you're close to it, right? You smell him and he's squeezing your finger.
0: It's the greatest feeling in the world. That's the first thing that happened. He squeezed my finger. I didn't want him to let go. And how
4: about how he smells? Like you go, oh my God,
0: it's heavenly. Yeah, <laughs> and take a bottle of that up and sell it. It would, you know. Really not, no it's thing. funny.
4: My my, I wanted to stay young so so badly. My little <laughs> Massimo, right? He's not little anymore, right? He's 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 eight, and not you know, Mister Mister Big, he's wearing his jam- he got new jammies, right? It's like this, you know, rules, man, scene, right? And he's walking in, and he, he reminds me of like when he was like three or four. With this jammy set. And I'm like, dude, get over here. I squeeze him. I'm like, don't get
0: any older or bigger. Yeah, well, I can't wait till he's either around me on my age days because then yeah. you're out of that game. Playing ball, you'll love it. Yeah, brother. Yeah. Um, uh, can I give a yo? Please. Uh, I want to give a yo, yo, fool, to uh, uh, Bordentown Regional High School football team. That's where I'm a coach at. No. Like, uh, Hell
3: yeah. The and
0: DBs. Because we got a yo. Yo, fool. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Uh, yeah. Who are you playing on Thursday? Yeah, we're playing New Egypt. Um, nice. We're 9-1. They're 8-2. They're it's going to be a big game. I, I actually knew this.
4: this.
1: I looked up Bordentown Football the other day. They're quite good. They're quite good. Something yeah. happened.
3: Uh, what happened was one of the coaches that was there when You and I were in high school, Mike and I both went to board down high school. That's sorry, that was a funny little inclusion at the end there. That oh, oh my god, that was the most stereotypical, by the way, uh, conversation about kids I've ever heard in my life. And these so guys just every exist, time like, you're
1: ever playing the any Gargano thing, he's just talking about like, and you know, when you're, you're a father, it's just like, man, like, oh my god.
3: I, the, the last time we listened to him, because I just like will pop into the Discord and when Gargano goes live, every once in a while, I'll just. I'll just play some Gargano for everyone. Just like no announcement, nothing. Just like you pop into the Discord and sometimes I'll just have Gargano on in the, in the voice channels. I think that's very pleasant. He, he was talking about like how just amazed he was at doctors. And he's like, just the stuff they can do. Unbelievable. Oh, just, into this world. The, just a man that you can meet on the street. And his job is to bring your kid into the world. And he's with you through the whole nine month process. It's like, Jesus fucking Christ, guy. Like (laughs) it's like his whole life is like that in that icp song where they're just like waterfalls and mountains and shit this this stuff's fucking wild uh i forget what i was talking about before i got uh bordentown football is good oh yeah when you and i were going there the one of the coaches they hired at one point i think maybe the one that when we were seniors he was like we absolutely have to start a youth football league and they've been running the youth football league for probably about like Twelve years now and they're really reaping the rewards of it. Now. It turns out when you don't have to teach a kid to be an offensive lineman for the first 14 four right. For the first four months that he's, you know, playing, then he can get pretty good pretty fast.
1: Yeah. Um that that's like uh our our football team won
3: what, like had like max two wins every year that that we were there yeah, I think one year towards the end of our stint, they were they were closer to five hundred, but they never did much better than than like win as many as they lose, you know? You no, know, it's and we did, well, we were so bad freshman and sophomore year that it was a, it was just a joke. We were one of those schools. just like I remember we went to like homecoming and we just got run out of the building. oh, yeah, we'd get demolished on homecoming. It, like like you gotta pick a team you have a chance against, and we were yeah. just the worst team in the county, so we didn't really have a chance against anyone.
1: Uh, yeah, yeah we had There was never a Bordentown Football League There almost was once And it like
3: fell apart um, Which is funny because our football team when we were there Was getting demolished But our soccer team and our basketball team Of which we both have like a Bordentown Youth Soccer And Youth Basketball League yeah They were going to state titles
1: Yeah uh, And uh, I, When I Yeah, because I played football in The Hamilton Football League Which by the way it's like a 15 minute drive. it, it wasn't like this is inaccessible. right. but um but it's uh but there and, and there were bordentown kids in that uh uh league. like i on and on my team i played with uh, some people from bordentown. but um but i mean it it, it was it, it is weird that there was just nobody else. To it. <laughs> i was that ready. was That was good. I I had my own shoulder pads, as I mentioned. Yeah, you took it very seriously. Yeah, I showed. I showed up. I showed up with all my own shit. I played one. Just wearing around the house. I I played a couple years years
3: of soccer when I was like five, six, seven, eight, nine, probably maybe ten. Once I started showing like ability in gymnastics, my my energies got channeled there. That was probably about eight or nine that I actually had to start like spending multiple days in the gym. But I played soccer. I played. Uh, for, I I was at St. Mary's for my like CCD classes. So I played on their CYO basketball team. I was bad at basketball and I played baseball till fifth grade, but like I was so ADD riddled as a kid. Like I was just a fucking ADD monster. I was running off everything and just saying whatever came into my head. And I did not know the rules of baseball till I was well into eighth or ninth grade. Like I didn't get it for a long time. So I was just kind of out there like many of those kids use baseball, but it was, it was achingly boring. I couldn't hit. Cause I was afraid of the ball. I remember I was probably like 11 or 10 and we were just like, no, it was probably like eight or nine. But I, I remember we were, we, we played, we were playing like one of the better teams in the league, the, the mills. I remember the kids, I, I was like up to bat and everybody was warming up and they were practicing turning double plays. And my mouth was just like, wide open it's like what the fuck are they doing and he's like oh they're practicing turning two it was like i'm really genuinely worried about getting one out when the ball gets to me i had never considered that if i had thrown the ball to the second baseman really quickly he would then throw it to the first baseman we'll get them both it was like that was not anything that entered my head and these guys were just like fucking practicing it like without the coach telling them they're going like hey can we turn two and i that was very intimidating to me because like i said i was dumb as fuck i didn't know how to play Right, and immediately imposter syndrome set in. I was just like, Yeah, these guys are better than me. I don't want to be out here anymore. I'm an asshole.
1: I think I played one basketball game or one organized basketball game in my life. Um, which uh, and I didn't know where to stand, and I hated it, and I felt like everyone was yelling at me because they were. Um, and I was just like, I don't want to do this anymore, and I, I quit.
3: I the first time in basketball, I, I got a steal. And I had a breakaway, and you know you're that young. You're 11, you're 12. It's you can't dribble as fast as you can run, so everybody catches right up to me. I was and I made a beeline for the basket, and I just got fouled, and I didn't know what the fuck was happening. Like I got fouled shooting, and there was like that's two, and I didn't know what that meant, and they were like go stand on the foul line, and I was like yeah okay, and, and then and, what? And <laughs> yeah, that was exactly it. I was like all right. <laughs> Like, uh, like I was scared. I didn't know what was going on. I, I was a little scared. And I just like the coach was like, stand on the foul line. And then they handed me the ball. And I was like, oh, you want me to fucking shoot it? <laughs> and I just bricked two free throws in a row. I, nobody you had take, told ju- me. Did
1: you, did you take jump shots or did you? No, did you I, out? I, no, they
3: were jump shots. Absolutely. They were jump shots. It was like from the, from the hip going up, you know? <laughs> Uh, no, I was, Yeah, I, di- I didn't know that like, yeah, shooting foul was not anything that had entered my lexicon before. No. And I was a, like, I was a defensive guy for sure. Like I, I could get steals, but I was not, nobody was afraid of me on the offensive end. I scored like two baskets the whole year in like 12 games, probably I scored two baskets. I was coming off the bench, defensive energy, you know, no youth sports
1: were a nightmare for me, except for football. That was the only thing that I was good at. And it's because I would, they, they, I'd say be- the same. Because, and it's it's because they made me a defensive lineman and it, which, and you're, they're just like, go get the ball, go get the quarterback. Like, you know, there's, you have no instructions really, except for like, get, you have to get through those people. Every snap you're trying to, as fast as possible, you need to try to get through those people. (laughs) And just like, I can, I can do that. I don't have to worry about like any sort of positional
3: awareness. Like just wait till, wait till they say hike and. Get it. Get to, after yeah, it, son. I don't I don't have to make myself available for a pass. Like, you know, I never my parents did not let me play football. And I can't say that was a big mistake. I'm very tiny. You weren't that
1: much smaller than everybody else. that was. When we were football. kids. Like, yeah. But,
3: I mean, like there was uh,
1: I've, I've probably talked about this before, but like uh, but I think I started playing. I, uh, it was like 10, 11 and 12 was the league that I was in. And the difference physically between a 12-year-old that is like has started puberty and a 10-year-old that hasn't is <laughs> immense. Yeah. Um. So like you could very easily get your ass beat. And I there was this kid named John Gore who apparently Oklahoma drills are banned now. <laughs> yes. It. Um, But in Oklahoma drills, he lifted me off my feet, put me flat on my back. And it's it's also really funny because it's like parents are doing like he's going to be in the NFL one day. He's incredible. And just like he's beating the shit out of 10 year olds. Yeah, he doesn't have to make it just like he's, athlete. Just, he's just slightly larger than than all the rest of them. It's just like it, it for all you know that he's he will never grow taller than the five foot three that he <laughs> is right now. Like, like, um you know, I, I was uh, I was 4'10 and 98 pounds in that league. <laughs> And then i I grew i grew at the end of it and i was gonna have to go up and i was still in in sixth grade and i was gonna have to go from uh midget which i don't know if they still call it that but it was that's what it was at the time uh to to bantam which is like the middle school kids and i was just like i'm gonna get killed if i have (laughs) to go up like if i'm at 12 i'm playing against 14 year olds i'm gonna get killed and like i didn't see that as a challenge i i just saw that as like like I, I would just be physically
3: devastated. I My favorite sports of play, though, was like I, I enjoyed playing backyard football the most. When I was when I was younger, we were like 12, 13, a little younger than that. I, I'd been doing gymnastics like four or five days a week. So I was stronger than everybody at that point. Like for an 11-year-old, I was quite fit and in good shape. And I was faster than well, pretty much everybody. So I, I, could, I was a very good halfback in backyard football. But then something wild happened in like ninth grade. When everybody else grew and I didn't and it's like <laughs> I'm just as fast as I was you know last year but these guys have all gotten faster and stronger stronger for sure
1: the yeah like uh yeah my my backyard football advantage was knowing how to tackle um uh, just because I actually played and so I could hit people really fucking hard Um, And that started to level out when we got to high school and then I started and then I had stopped playing for the last four years (laughs) and then we're playing against people who play currently and oh man did whatever advantage I might have had disappear because once we were playing like with guys are on the football team however bad the football team was getting hit really
3: fucking sucked yeah the, this first couple of weeks of getting hit i have to imagine there's a, a pretty strong turnover rate on a football team for the first two weeks of practice it's like a lot of guys get there and then they do their first oklahoma drill and like ah, this isn't for me no um mike i'm gonna he... be back in two seconds you can keep uh, talking i really gotta pee
1: okay <laughs> I wonder what would have happened had I actually stuck with it. It wouldn't have mattered by the time I got to high school because uh, I wouldn't have had the grades to even be allowed on the team. That would have been the main thing. Maybe I would have been taught some discipline. I don't know. But I wouldn't have been able to keep playing on the defensive line, certainly. Because I, I, even now, I'm, I'm still just a hair under 5'10". So they would have moved me off the defensive line, would have moved back to linebacker, potentially to safety. I don't I, I, I was sort of fast, but I don't think I would have been fast enough to play corner. I guess I could have been a free safety. Maybe I moved to the other side of the ball. Maybe I'd become a slot receiver. I like to think I've got good hands. I'm uh, I'm thinking out loud about what had I stuck with football,
3: where I would have ended up playing. I would have been. They would have stuck me at like corner or safety or something on like weird plays where I couldn't really fuck anything up that much, and maybe a little, maybe a little halfback, like a little tiny guy, you know, get a Darren Sproles it on the flats, try and beat somebody to the corner. I could have done I, that. I know. Ne- I certainly never had
1: the the physical gifts to uh to
3: to be. a a running back I would have gotten I mean then somebody like somebody who went to high school with us that guy Leon I'm not gonna say his last name but um who would have just like met me at one of those flats and thrown me 12 feet like I'm not I can wiggle and like juke back and forth but Leon's gonna get his hands on me eventually
1: yeah I think like I I said I would have been able to play like um uh like like, uh, you know pre-safety and Uh, yeah just really been like the you know uh like a high cover sort of safety like i'm there to i'm there to give help to whoever needs it like i'm just gonna help like you know someone comes my way and i can i can close them down but like running step for step with somebody like the corners would have to i was never that fast i was sort of fast but not not just like people who actually were
3: at corner i would have just gotten exposed for my height like 100 percent yeah. Like everybody like it'd be so funny. You'll see like a six foot three guy put his hands up and just like, yeah, he's this guy's too short for me. But I'd have like guys that were like five seven doing that shit to me. It'd be so embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> like guys that are still shorter than you of average height. It's just like oh, I can't have this guy calling. Yeah, you're
1: ball. uh you're you're getting mossed by a guy who's five six. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, yeah, he had his apartments for last week. <laughs> The um, yeah, I, I I uh I think safety may, uh, would have been the only thing that I possibly could have done. I would, you know what? Uh, they would have stuck me on punt coverage.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I would have been a gunner. They might have let me return some punts.
3: That's possible. I'll tell you what. I have no interest in ever returning. I would I would have enjoyed returning punts in high school football games. I think they fuck up by having the soccer season and the football season in the same thing in the same like part of the calendar the fall sports because well first of all who the fuck wants to play soccer in late november like come on if you could have that or in the spring like give me the spring for soccer spring
1: sports start in like like the very beginning of march though like early beginning of march is just as miserable as the end of november right
3: but you're gonna get into may and you're gonna love it you're gonna love May. but then you could have like the soccer players be the kicker that's just one guy though yeah, but, like, I remember a guy we went to high school with, Taylor, used to talk about being the kicker for the high school team. And he's like, yeah, why the fuck would I quit soccer over this? I'm really good at soccer, and I just want to be the kicker for the football team. Like, I, I have to pick one, and I'm not – like, if if I could just go play kicker whenever I was available, whenever I didn't have a soccer game, like, I would do that. But they make you pick one sport. That sure. been an, I would have been annoyed about that if I had the ability to be the kicker, and they won't let me. Well, I think
1: I- because – track was a spring sport so all of the all soccer. of your best athletes both in soccer and football are running track as well but wouldn't
3: it be better to do track when it's cold
1: like a long they, distance they indoor, that a little easier? They indoor indoor track in the in the winter but like i mean like um the the ideal running weather is like 50 degrees okay not like brutally cold
3: oh you know what i forgot are you gonna watch the match on friday michael Brooks versus Bryson? No, I'll be working. Mm, I'll, I'll I'll tape it for you. Also,
1: also I'm, I'm just VHS a, I'm in. disappointed in the entire thing. I, I I'm a like... little
3: disappointed in Brooks. I wish that he never like rose to it. I think it was funnier for him to just be like, look at this fucking loser over here. I'm going to keep making fun of him and not give him the time of day. Yeah, and now yeah. he's like accepted the joke, and he's they've in on the so- joke. They've, bo-
1: they've, they've both softened on it too much, and now it's like an actual friendly thing, and whatever.
3: Uh, and I just, um, there there are these guys that make golf videos, and I'll watch them from time to time because you know a golf like on the course vlog is like kind of nice. The guy I watch the most is like Rick Shields. He's just like this British guy who's like probably like a 70, 75 golfer, just just very pleasant. Um, but these guys, these these loser lads, the good good boys, they're just like epic bacon guys. And Bryson was on with them this week. And his golf course, like, repartee is, like, not good enough, frankly. It's all just, like, those those guys who when you putt it and you don't hit it hard enough, they go, like, oh, next time hit it with your purse. Okay, that's funny once. Why did you say it? It's not even funny once, but, like, you said that four times today. Like, this has got to get better than that. And it's all just, like, shit at that level. Bry- Bryson trying to be funny with a bunch of 22-year-olds. And he's just—he can't. He's just not funny. His entire personality is wrapped into club clubhead speed, and that's fine. But I need him to know that he doesn't have to make jokes. I need him to know that.
1: Uh, yes. Um, uh, I. I don't know. I refuse to believe he's actually smart.
3: I. He's he's an Aaron Rodgers. He's a smart four. You know Aaron Rodgers is an intelligent guy and he's very smart for an NFL player but we talked about this way back in you know way back when the teammates that would always say that Brett or that Aaron Rodgers was so smart were always just like, yeah and then you'd come out of the huddle and be like damn like what if aliens existed like imagine if there's an alien watching us right now and the end of the conversation is like, damn you're so crazy, man you're so smart you're thinking about this crazy shit? He didn't do anything. He didn't flex anything. He just thought about something that you haven't thought of. And that was enough. He's the smartest guy you've ever met. Suck my dick. <laughs> it's just not good enough.
1: What do you got going on for Thanksgiving? What are your big I, Thanksgiving plans?
3: I'm going to my parents' house. My grandmother will be there. One of my brothers. The other one is in the Middle East. And uh, my parents. And I'm cooking. <laughs>
1: Business or pleasure?
3: <laughs> uh, business, uh, and I guess my sister in law and my niece will pop by at some point. But she does the double Thanksgiving, and my brother's not here, so like, eh, you know, she just wants to do a pop in. Like, That's yeah. completely fine. Um, but I'm cooking this year. I got the turkey going. I'm getting picking that up tomorrow. It's already spatchcocked. Uh, gonna hit it with a nice, nice, uh, a bit sugary brine um i got stuffing already made i did gravy's already made it's in the freezer uh stuffing and gravy you can do a few days in advance i might do the mashed potatoes tomorrow i'm gonna roast some brussels sprouts toss them in uh balsamic vinegar and some honey nice and uh i might i might uh put a nice big sear on some green beans and then toss them in some like fish sauce and garlic and ginger paste. And that's Thanksgiving. Oh, I'm making that uh sausage and kale soup that uh, our roommates like to make as well. See that, that, you know, uh, that makes okay. the house smell so good.
1: You can't mess with any of that. I got to tell you. And um, you know, we're, we're going to my grandmother's house. But um, at my dad's insistence, uh, my mom, like she's just like why we can have our own and we can do everything the exact way you want it and my and my dad just goes like as long as my mom's alive we're going there and (laughs) um but it's but now that i've had the taste of doing my own thanksgiving which we did last year even though uh you know uh Z and ria probably did uh, the majority of the heavy lifting on that but i i'm um I, i i made macaroni and cheese i had I thought a, about a, making
3: some mac i could have done that in advance maybe i'll do that tomorrow
1: i'll tell you so, this though if i'm around uh next year which i which i uh, i i'm likely to be in new jersey i will be able i i won't have i won't be coming home at 10 p.m the night before i'm gonna have some time i'm gonna make my influence felt i'm gonna impose my will on thanksgiving
3: Mike is making things super uncomfortable in here, Mom. That's not a winning mentality. You can get the fuck out of the kitchen if you're going to talk like that. Well, no, my we mom want winners. Been, we're going to
1: be on. The, we're going to be on the same page with all this stuff. We're I, doing our. We're making our own stuff anyway, just to have. Um, my dad is putting. Uh, uh, is is going to smoke a,
3: a turkey on the Traeger. Um, see that I'm jealous of because that's the only way to prepare a turkey in a way that makes it like actually taste good. I'm going to just put this spatchcocked oven, bird in the oven, and it's going to taste a little dry and overall just like completely fine, I guess. But turkey sucks. you brine it, it's good. I'm dry brining it tomorrow. And there's this other little trick you do where apparently the night before, so tomorrow when I get it, the first thing I'm going to do, I'm going to just bring it to my parents' house. You uh, boil a bunch of water and you ladle it over the skin. Get it nice and hot. You break up some of the collagen, as I understand it. There's, none of this is, you know, instinctive to me. And then you put that in the fridge and let that sit overnight. And then before you cook it, you separate the skin from the bird and you rub the skin, or I guess, the meat under the skin, with butter, nice room temperature butter, so that melts right into the turkey. And then I'm going to glaze it.
1: See, this we're gonna we're transitioning into a, into a, a a cooking podcast. And then we're going to try to reintroduce sports. But once you're a cooking podcast, the only thing you can really become is uh is
3: an SEC football podcast. <laughs> I I mean, I just like – I don't think my dad likes cooking that much, but my mom doesn't cook. So he's been doing the cooking my entire life. And I just think – it was just like you'll see him in there, and like he doesn't put any work into it. So it just like will make these super like like easy-to-see mistakes. And it's like, like, oh, like my dad made a roast beef once and then he takes it out of the oven, puts it right on the table, just starts cutting right into it. I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. you're wasting it. Let it sit for a minute. And he's like, oh, I don't think you have to rest beef. I was like, I think you have to rest everything. <laughs> it was really good. I don't think you have to rest this. Like, no, like especially that. And it was like cooking for my sister-in-law and my mom as well and they're both just like i don't like it when it's bloody and it's like this is a roast fucking beef this thing's got to be so rare and this is well done this is disgusting it was at that dinner i was like i'm gonna i think i'm gonna take more of the the family cooking burden on myself yeah um
1: my uh my mom also is uh is, is a very good uh improviser in the kitchen and much prefers to cook that way she just likes to go on feel Whereas I am a strict recipe follower, I cook like your mom. No, I I I cook like I cook everything like I'm baking.
3: Yeah, no, I've seen you. I remember you were talking about making like puttanesca when we were living together. Oh, that, still, you well, made that, that a few times, but the first time you made it, you were like, "I have." Like I remember you saying, "You was like, I have something like I have like 40 grams of." Um, yeah, I'm, um, I'm doing. <laughs> I'm, yeah, cowbells. I'm measuring out a
1: fucking red sauce by
3: weight. <laughs> it's like, really good. <laughs> It's like, and we have like the, the coffee weight, the coffee, I guess oh, yeah. it's just a food scale. Yeah. And it's just like 100 grams of olives. I have 300 grams of pasta. And it's like, this is a fucking insane way to cook, Michael. It's like, it's, just make some pasta and make some sauce. Well, I, now I now, I like I can, now I can now I do that. Um, uh, as long uh, as you I know, like the, the order of things, like the first thing you do is you got to make sure you caramelize those onions down. And apparently that's like the most important thing. Just take your time. Make sure your onions caramelize before you start cooking. Or don't put put them put, put them in first. No, I'm just general, not for just in General. I you just like I don't I down. I make stuff that's like reasonably similar to putanesca, but I don't like I just know how they're all kind of made now, which is like fry some sort of deeply fatty pork, basically pancetta or bacon or something, then cook onions in that and just build off that flavor. As I start recall, with that.
1: for for putanesca, you just get your garlic going in the oil for a bit um and then you're gonna add in uh your uh anchovy uh, fillets get that loose um and then just take a uh a thing of a whole tomatoes the put that tomatoes, in right yeah you're crushing them you can add them without the sauce
2: um,
1: yeah that sauce got. you, the, gotta, you the, need that the, sauce the, the, baby the new, the new york times recipe calls for it without the sauce but i would rather have more of the sauce um and then you uh, uh toss your olives in stir that around a bit um and then so i was uh, i was
3: mixing that up with the 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 like the roman mac and cheese kind of dishes like your cacio de pepe and and like uh that uh the i did uh bucatini alla
1: mantresiana that yeah. that was well that's all that was also like using techniques that i was like i'm i've seen used but never done myself like you're 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 bringing pasta water back into it there's also I was rendering guanciale and set the smoke detector off, which wasn't hard in that apartment. You could set that smoke detector yeah. off pretty easy, but but rendering
3: uh, guanciale it was uh, was was what led to it. Uh, you no, know, those are all very good. Where you cook that down and then you get the the onions going in that, and then you kind of you know build, the, reintroducing the pasta sauce to like emulsify everything into one cohesive sauce. When you learn how to do that, that's a game changer. You can officially say like you're decent at this once you can do that. It's like I can put cook a pasta dish and then I will not embarrass myself.
1: I, I also learned in.
3: this this bit where if you like make rice and you start by blending like a bunch of like flavorful like vegetables together, you start with like a couple peppers, some garlic, that kind of stuff. You blend it to a paste with like olive oil, probably like half olive oil. And you put that into a pan and you cook it down till all the water cooks off and it's just oil. And then you rehydrate that with like cooking stock. You could do water too. I usually use stock. You rehydrate all that with stock, and then you put rice in, and you just let the rice bubble for like a half an hour. It's the best fucking rice you'll ever have. That sounds very good. Very it, the bottom, the know. bottom gets like this nice crust to it. It's, it's is really this like this best. sort of like
1: like Middle Eastern sort of styled like. You like can that. put like-
3: whatever veggies you want in. Like if you wanted to, well, if you wanted to make like yellow rice, you just put a little turmeric on it. Yeah, like there's other ways. But I mean, to do I've that, seen sure, those but. like
1: like Persian sort of like rice dishes that have like that sort of like crusty bottom that I don't remember what it's called.
3: Yeah, that just happens when you. Yeah, that just happens when all the the water cooks off and it keeps going for a bit. But I I, I don't know. It's I don't know hundred percent how well it works. But if you use the right like if you do it right, you can get like this beautiful crust on the bottom and it won't even stick to like the pan you're using, which feels real good when you can get that to like release and, and just like yeah, there we go. So the copper Make it, pans. From the making some of that damn rice for uh for thanksgiving
1: sounds good well
3: speaking of thanksgiving let's end the show
1: we hope that you the <laughs> listener has a have a good thanksgiving yeah i guess I, I would like people to have a good thanksgiving
3: i i want they don't I, have I, to i, I nobody, hope nobody has to do anything I hope this fourth quarter is more profitable than your third quarter, which is more profitable than your second. That's all I hope for anyone. Just a better quarter than the last. Love a good quarter. My Q4 is soaring right now. I'm having a great Q4. I don't know. I got <laughs> Goodbye, everyone. <laughs> Goodbye.
2: I sew myself shut. My weakness is that I can't do much. And my scars remind me that the past is real. I tear my heart open just to fail. i drunk and I'm feeling down. And I just wanna be alone. I'm pissed cause you came around. Why don't you just? channelled all your pain, and I can't help you fix yourself. You're making me insane. All I can say is, I tear my heart open, I sew myself shut, and my weakness You never realized That you're drowning in the water So I offered you my hand Compassion's in my nature i drowning in the water And I tried to grab your hand I left my heart open But you didn't understand But you didn't understand you fix yourself I can't help you fix yourself But at least I could say I tried I'm sorry but I gotta move on But at least I can say I tried. I'm sorry, but I gotta move.